Spring training has arrived. Let's get you into are it. Locked on Cubs, your daily Chicago Cubs podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You are Locked On Cubs, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day alongside Sam Olber. I'm Matt Cozy. Sam and I are lifelong fans taking our passion into a discussion with you on all things Cubs. Thank you for being part of the show and making Locked On Cubs your first listen today. And the best way you can help us grow the show is to listen every day, like the video, and comment anything below. Let us know in the comments section. What are you looking forward to the most during Cubs spring training? Today's Thursday episode is presented by Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code LOCKEDON for $20 off your first purchase. Tuesday through Friday episodes this week, so we, we will be here tomorrow as well. And Jed Hoyer and Craig Council both spoke on Wednesday as pitchers and catchers officially reported to Cubs camp at Sloan Park in Mesa, Arizona. However, there was no news. Usually at the dawn of spring training, there is a, a signing or maybe a trade to talk about or even maybe a negative thing like an injury, uh, perhaps a slogan or a stated goal or or big talk or you know something. On, on Wednesday, from the two main Cubs people, Hoyer and Council, there was genuinely – Little information, Sam. It's supposed to be baseball season, but I have to say, not only is the team incomplete, but it just doesn't feel like spring is here. There's really only a hint of it right now. Um, happy Valentine's Day to everybody uh, listening and to Jed and his family and uh, Craig and his group. Carter uh, Hawkins. No, no. Uh, no happy Valentine's Day to Crane Kenny. Um, yeah, I think this press conference, um, is that what it was, right? Yeah. Uh, was very in line with the offseason. And unfortunately, because the offseason is still very much up in the air, Jed and Craig had to be very careful with their comments because every statement is leverage. So of course, Jed's going to come out and say, yeah, we're happy with what we got right here. And, you know, I think he used the, the, the same analogy of the closers warming up in the bullpen now for our off season. Whereas just before the Hector Nara signing, he said it was the fifth inning. So Naris, I guess, ate up four innings of work, one signing. Yeah. That doesn't, he really became make, a starting pitcher. Yeah. That doesn't really make a whole lot of sense to me because it's all, what are you drinking there? Well, it's Coke, Coca-Cola, and just a clear glass. All right. Um, and if, you know, for those that want to apply for the uh, co-host position, <laughs> if, Matt's health, <laughs> if Matt's health, you know, begins to deteriorate, you could do that at Indeed.no. No, that's not a sponsor. <laughs> you could um, DM Sam. Yeah, you could DM me and we'll talk. Um, every statement is, is leverage. Of course, Jed can't come out and go, yeah, we feel like we're one bat away because then that makes him look desperate. 
And and I would like to say for about the 412th day in a row that this whole situation is becoming ludicrous. The fact that we're still in leverage mode here as we hit mid-February and it's Boris versus Jed. But what I'll say is, is I didn't, I didn't disagree with a whole lot of things that Jed and, and Craig Council said today. And, and I think that Jed, you know, Jed's a lot smarter than I am. And I like to think I'm pretty smart in, in a baseball sense. And, and, and Jed obviously is, you know, in a different galaxy. Mm-hmm. He knows that this team needs a bat. He's not that foolish. He knows that there's holes here. Now, maybe he has a little bit more confidence in the in the younger guys than I do because he knows them better, fine. But he knows. It's just, it's all leverage right now. It is a serious staring contest between these guys. And, you know, Jesse Rogers came on uh, yesterday, I believe, on the radio and said, hey, you know, the longer it goes, the more likely it might be that somebody, you know, just caves. And and the the, the counterpoint to that is, not if longer, he wants to be a not if he wants to be a cub. Or the longer it goes, his value starts to deteriorate a bit. If we're still having this conversation in three weeks, right? Do you really want to give a guy two hundred million dollars that had no spring training? Well, yeah. What changed in the in the twenty days, twenty one days? You know, it's why would it, a team pay up after that? It's it's gonna work itself out. It's just very unfortunate for the fans that are anxious. And I think one of the reasons, Matt, you rightfully feel like it doesn't feel like spring training because there's so many unknowns surrounding our team. Usually by by Valentine's Day, we got a roster, you know, and, and we're ready to rock and roll with it. And we're ready to roll the ball out and see what we got. We're not there yet. And this is one of those teams, and I'll, I'll, I'll swing it to you because I feel like I'm, I'm overspeaking. And... Well, it's a talk program. So. Even when, let's say they do sign somebody else, there's so many unknowns with how this team's going to be used. Who's going to be the fifth starter? Who's yeah, going to go to the part's best? part of the fun in a way. It's part of the fun, but I just think there's a lot of unknowns right now surrounding this professional baseball club, and which makes it a little bit less exciting because we're just trying to get those answers here. Like who's going to be the, the opening day center fielder? The team that is currently at Sloan is not is not the team. Right. Is not the team on March 28th. And and I did get a kick out of Hoyer today. I did. Craig Council was a little more uh baseball-y. And Hoyer was just he was all about speaking highly on, on the young players. He called out Pete Crow Armstrong by name. He called out Michael Bush by name. He used the word young. 10 plus times in the presser. Yeah. And I think it is important to acknowledge he knows they lack a bat. I think it's important to acknowledge that the Cubs have money, uh, whether they want to spend it or not. We've reviewed a few times. But it does seem like there is incentive to continue to wait around, especially if they have intel, like it seems that, we're getting, uh, you know, hints of more and more that the player that we're all discussing, Cody Bellinger, does want to return. And so at that point, um, I do wonder a few different things, you know, from a personal perspective on in the Cody Bellinger camp. Um, I know there was, a, I believe, a Wall Street Journal article today about the Scott Boris core four that's still out there 
I need to catch up on that story because it did not paint Boris in a good light, specifically with Montgomery and Snell and communication with teams. It almost seems like he's doing them a disservice. I know that was one uh, takeaway that I, I saw from that report. So I and we've discussed that on, on this that. show. We have, we have, and now there's hard reporting about it um, that those humans might not like what their agent is doing. Would you? That's a big story. Um, so I do wonder this, Sam, if Cody Bellinger genuinely wants to return to the Cubs, then when does he call up his agent and say, take the deal? Because that's that there might be a day where that occurs. He might get up one morning and that just that happens. Yeah, I just think I, I don't think he has the urgency to do that because I think the, the, uh, the Cubs offers there. He knows what's there. And so why take it until he's going to wait as long as he's told to wait? I, I, I think for me, it's more about Jed's mindset right now. Okay. And I just think Jed's mindset is, and, and this isn't going to go over very well in the comments, and I'm not saying it's the right mindset. I'm just saying it's the mindset. I think we could be pretty good in 2024, and I'm really excited to see all the different pieces that could come about. And then in 2025 and beyond, it's start. It's time to start winning divisions each and every year. Okay, like that's what. Like I, I just don't. I don't get the sense that Jed Hoyer has a massive urgency to win in 2024. And that's right. whether that's you like more clear w- whether you like it or not. And it's fine. And people, people in the comments will go, "Hey, Sam, why, why should he be urgent?" To go get a lot guy like Cody Bellinger if he doesn't feel the price is right. Yeah, but when guys feel pressure, and that th- they're gonna go get stuff done. Mm-hmm. You know, he doesn't, it's just it's not something I think that is on his bulletin board. I think if you right. told Jed, what would you rather have? A playoff appearance in 2024 or not making the playoffs, not signing Cody Bellinger, not having money committed, an 84 win team, but a real p- picture of a young core and guys you could build around and a playoff appearance in 2025, he would take the latter. I, I-, I just, I-, I don't think he's losing sleep. I think he feels like the yeah. floor is high enough with council and these guys to put a good product out there. And I don't think he's too worried about that. And I'm not saying it's a good thing at all. I'm just saying, I think I've come to that reality. And I also think, that's a part of the reason why my excitement right now is in at, at its normal level. I think there were some clues to back that up from, from Wednesday's presser with Hoyer. And I do believe that he, he wants to be a Cubs lifer. He wants to be around for a long time. He wants to build a Braves or an Astros. Dodgers. And to do that, uh, yeah, the, this single year versus the next seven, um, yeah, it's becoming more clear that maybe that's, Less of an urgency there, uh, for sure. So I am warming up to that. Uh, I'm warming up to, and I'm not warming uh, up to agreeing yeah. with it. And I'm not saying sure. that I'm not saying that they're gonna not get Bellinger. I'm just saying their actions this year were: we want Shohei Otani, and if we don't get Otani, we're not gonna make any moves that we don't feel hit our value. They had interest mm-hmm. in Glass now. They were never going to give up that much. No. They had interest in Juan Soto. They never were going to give up that much. They are playing it like, hey, we want to put out a nice product next year, but the future is so bright, we don't want to do anything to hamper it. Again, 
Right. Not saying I agree with it. I'm just saying I think that's where we're at. This press conference, him mentioning all the young talent and young pieces, and Craig, it, it feels like it's just part of a plan. And I think the last thing I'll say before we go to break is I also think Jed's a little bit of a, a victim of his own successful roster last year because they got so close and actually should have made the playoffs that 83-84 wins this year or 85-86 even will feel like a, a lateral step instead of a step forward. And, and, I, and I do think that last year's team ended up p- playing better baseball than he thought it would, um, which then put an, a little bit more pressure on him now to even be better. And he's just – Jed is a stubborn guy, and I mean that as a compliment because you have to be in that position. He's not going to rush things because of his public perception. He doesn't care. He does not care what you and I on, on the biggest Cubs show on the planet say about him. He doesn't care what fans say about him. His whole thing, and, and I give credit because not a lot of people could do this. That's why he's in that job. Mm. His whole thing is, mm-hmm. let's see let's see what they're saying in 2030. Well, and who's to say that going young this year isn't a fun season? Right. Maybe it turns out when all these dudes graduate, they do hit. Right, and it's not only lightening the bottle, but then it really builds uh, for the future ahead. So there's a path there's for a very too. there's a path for a very fun season ahead. Yeah, and there's good. also a path for oh my gosh, we're 27 and 35, and Michael Bush is hitting 170, and PCA can't hit in AAA. So there there yeah. there is there there is risk in it, and that'll be the mystery, and that'll be the fun on it. I just like to get to baseball. I'd like to see Jordan Montgomery start against his former ball club that opening weekend. Oh, that'd be phenomenal. Yeah, that Saturday night. That would be uh that would be great. I think the Rangers came out and said they're not they're they're out on him today. Well, I think there's not many teams for all four guys. There's maybe two teams for each of the four, too. Snell's probably gonna be a uh, Dodger, dude. Wait, did you hear that? No, I just... I think he's going to be an angel. I think the Dodgers might just give like a two-year 70 and defer it all to 2080 for his grandkid. Coming up next, let's get into the spring training schedule, Sam. You want to talk about games? We got some spring training games. Let's talk about it. Today's episode is brought to you by Game Time. You shouldn't have to worry when you buy tickets to your next big event. Game Time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all the sports Music, comedy, and theater events near you with killer last-minute deals, all-in prices, views from your seat, and their best price guarantee. Game Time takes the guesswork out of buying tickets. Game Time is the only ticketing app that gives you complete peace of mind with your purchase. See the view from your seat before you buy so you know exactly what to expect when you arrive. Take the guesswork out of buying tickets with Game Time. Download the Game Time app. Create an account. Use code Locked On for $20 off your first purchase. Terms do apply. Again, create an account. Redeem code Locked On for $20 off. Download game time today. Last-minute tickets. Lowest price guaranteed. We're back here on Locked On Cubs. There are 31 spring training games this year, which is too many. Uh, The spring training schedule opens February 23rd against the White Sox and closes with two rare matchups with the Cardinals, who will play in AZ March 25th and 26th on their way to opening the regular season uh, at the Dodgers. Marquee Sports Network will air 27 of the 31 games. And Sam, uh, 
how are we going to approach these this year? Because that's so much. How many games do you think is appropriate? 20. I think, About a week I, and a half less. Yeah, I, I don't – I'd have to think about that. I, I think in baseball for these guys, especially for trying to bust it to make a team, I, I think 30s – I don't think 30s crazy. 30 uh, an entire month. Yeah. Okay. You know, maybe it's just such a fun. long sport as it is. So you're saying the preseason matches that? Look, you know my take on baseball. It's long for a reason because you don't find anything out in a short term, which is why right. I can't stand that there's three game postseason. And hopefully, series. we learned some things from last year. By the way, with, with yeah, our, no, with no. the show, no, no, we did, we did. I know that's a direct shot at me, and uh, you know, we we will. We're we're, we're gonna we're gonna. You're not going to hear me panicking. But, and But you know what, though? Part of the fun is reacting after the game. Right. A game happened. Let's talk about it. Listen, when I look back at my first year, first full year, I the only thing I regret doing was waving, in, waving the towel, I think, June 6th, whatever it was, or May. Everything else, I support. I was on Mancini in April. He was cut, man. I, I I couldn't stand Hosmer. He was cut. You know, Bardart was cut. Yeah. So so you know, yeah. I I got a little bit upset. But one of the reasons I was upset so much last year is I th- I thought this was a good club. Right. And you, I thought you, it, everything proved to be true. And and I thought that they underachieved. You know. Okay. And uh, so enough with the Sano bobblehead. <laughs> I think okay. I have like a like I like, like sometimes when I do the show I like to fidget. Really? Yeah. So, you know, spring training has arrived, and uh, the first game is next Friday. Next Friday. I would like to test. I know we're doing some production on the air, but I would like to test maybe our post-game format, uh, maybe do a couple of lives during spring ball, and uh, see what these brothers can do. Okay. And, um, you know, what's interesting is, that's that I'm never not gonna laugh when you do that. So most of Marquis broadcast plans are remote, which yeah. is wild. Yeah, I don't like that. Pre and post and play by play will mostly take place from the Marquis studios across from Wrigley. Yeah, I don't like that at all. You're the Cubs station. Yep. Uh now they're gonna be on TV, so that's nice. Uh most of them, 27 to the 31. But yeah, I found that. Well, uh, one of the reasons be, I well, heard was because Boog. I mean, one of the the big reason is cost. But one uh, of the reasons what, is Boog. What, what do you mean cost? Uh, cost of I guess housing all the talent, uh, putting up sections of of a of a mini studio. Enough, man. That's well, the. That, I'm just telling that, you that right there is is a problem. I don't disagree. But I'm just, I, it's, I'm having a discussion. Cost. Well, you know, why would they keep them thousands of miles from, from where the if, game is? If they're not having the announcers. There's a station literally for the team and they're not there. If, the, if they're not going to Arizona, the announcers, because they're trying to save money with the Cubs, then, then, then you know what? You know, DM you for a new co-host, man. Fine, DM me. You know, what What was the other thing? Is it because of Boog's basketball schedule? Yeah, his ESPN contract runs longer now. Mm-hmm. Another perk of having a national guy. Coming up next, 
zero to 100. Uh, we got a couple questions for you there. Today's episode is also brought to you by FanDuel. Get buckets with your first bet on FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 bet. That's $150 if your bet wins. Right now, the NL Central odds are unchanged since we last reported those last week. The Cardinals are the favorite, Cubs the uh, in the second spot there, and we're in full swing of the NBA season, and you can bet on all your favorite NBA players and teams with quick bets, live same game parlays, exclusive props, and more. Right now, the favorite to win it all is the Boston Celtics at plus 260. Your Chicago Bulls are plus 49,000. Visit fanduel.com slash locked on and shoot your shot. FanDuel, the official partner of the Locked On Podcast Network. Locked On has launched the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. Locked On Sports Today covers the top sports stories of the day with the local experts of Locked On, plus our national shows covering every league. Search Locked On Sports Today on YouTube and subscribe to the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel. I have one baseball question for 0 to 100. And no, it's not about the New Jerseys. I will say that. No, I, I know that's a big uh, topic this week. My question for you, Sam, is 0 to 100. Chances someone besides Javier Assad or Jordan Wicks wins the fifth starter's job? Oh, good question. Wisniewski might be a candidate. Smiley might be a candidate. No, not Smiley. Um, an outsider. Yeah. Free agent or a trade. Yep. They could sign Montgomery Lorenzen or somebody else. Right. Right. Cindergard. I'm going to say 35%. Okay. Yeah. It's not, it's not high obviously, but it's not as low as I would have it. But what would you have it? I would have it about 20. Got it. Got it. Yeah. Zero to 100. Go Cubs. The Chicago Cubs have an everyday leadoff hitter this year that they play their every that, that they position their everyday. I think it's I would say 70%. You think it's oh, okay. I do think right now the roster is such that they're gonna have two leadoff men. Ian Happ against righties, Nico Horner against lefties, and I think you could do that for almost 162. So you're saying together that's like one. Yeah. Okay. Yep. And 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 have we heard any smoke on the, on the Ian Hap thing? No, nothing yet. Probably a Is couple that, weeks away. Because that would be because if he's positioned there on spring training, it'd be a nice little victory lap for me. Um, oh, if we see him lead off just in yeah. spring training, yeah, yeah. Because because I you know I think well, I, eventually I, I think we will. I think I pounded the table almost at nauseum about that, and it started yeah. at spring training. I couldn't stand that Horner was leading off. Well, yeah, maybe yeah. you even have Hap one Suzuki two. You kind of go a chaos start. I'd love that. I, I want my guys that hit well with on base. You know, hitting well with on base. Yeah. yeah. Excuse me, my yeah. my phone's ringing. Uh, Live on air. I apologize. <laughs> All right. Well, that's well, the show. Well, and, well listen. Uh, let me say. Can I, let me. Let me. Let me. Uh, you know what I mean. Let me say a couple. Things. Absolutely. 
first of all, I don't have a problem at all with my lighting. So for those that do. Secondly, look. This offseason has been a snore fan. But what's going to happen is the sun's going to start to stay out longer. We're going to start to see. We're going to hear the mitts popping. We're going to hear the bat cracking. And it doesn't matter if it's Michael Bush, if it's Cody Bellinger, or heck, if it's Hesop Joy. Out there. <laughs> As we get Derek closer Lee. to opening night That's in Arlington, nice. the juices are going to start to flow. The excitement's going to come. I'm I, I'll plan it right now. The odds are that you and I together zero to one hundred on Saturday night for that ball game is probably in the nineties, um, and it's going to be exciting. And I'm going to be pacing. You know, we're going to be one and zero. Oh, the first gonna, Saturday. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I do want to do something for that. Yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe in Wrigleyville. Yeah. No, I don't know about that. So uh, we're gonna. I don't really want to go downtown. Um, you know, it'll be three, two in the seventh. We'll be one and zero, oh, and we'll, we'll give up standing two, up. We'll give up a two-run homer to Adolis Garcia, and for about twenty minutes, I'm going to act like the season's over. <laughs> yeah, exactly okay? right. And and that's just kind of how it goes. And by the way, I remember on a certain Memorial Day weekend last year, a certain somebody at my house that laid down fully <laughs> horizontal, hundred percent after that Reds game. You know, that was 100%. a devastating weekend for this it was. club. It was. Um, you know, and maybe Tyone will start out the year and put some starts together. That's exactly right. And, you know, maybe sometimes that 20 minutes happens on the show. Maybe it doesn't. Yeah, yeah no, it's not. It's not. I'm not going to let it know. happen on the show. I'm not going to. I'm not going to. Yes, we're, I, we're diehards. I'm not going to overdo up. it. I'm going to be on the floor. I'm going to yell. I the only, the only way I'm going to lose it is if we start out like three and nine. Ah, yeah. No, I'm hoping for uh, six and three. And and by the way, if we do start like ten and eighteen, I might take a couple days off here and there. Thank you so much for checking <laughs> out this edition of Lockdown Cubs. I don't want to give us twenty that. to thirty. Well, we're gonna do the in depth first month in a in a few weeks. You give us twenty to thirty minutes. We'll give you all things Cubs with a laugh or two along the way. Be sure to hit subscribe on YouTube, smash the like button for the algorithm, and leave a five star review on Apple, Spotify, and everywhere you get your podcasts. We will be back Friday, possibly with the Liam Hendricks signing. He has a self-imposed Thursday deadline, according to Jeff Passan. Uh, so perhaps we'll be here Friday with breaking news. Otherwise, perhaps we'll be here with something else. You never know. He's Sam Olber. I'm Matt Cozy. This is Locked On Cubs. Go Cubs. Cubs. Hey everyone, we love doing Locked On Cubs, but as we explore ways to do this on a more full-time basis, we are excited to launch a second show under the subscription model. Want more Matt and Sam? Well, for $5 a month, you could listen to us talk about almost anything, and more importantly, support us as creators. Subscribe to Matt and Sam Unlocked at the link in this episode description.